Joining me is military expert Helmut Heitman and yesterday uh, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said that it's time for the next level in the war and this is what I don't really understand is that during a war or after a war was you know party A won the war it's war nobody wins in war right am i am i just being naive maybe won't be the first time i'm naive this morning um yeah helmet morning how are you Morning. Well, thanks. Well, I shouldn't say that. It's only Monday morning, but so far, so good. <laughs> yes. Am I naive to think that nobody wins in war? I mean, can one actually win a war? Well, you can. You certainly can think you have won, and you can win in the, in the short term. Whether the long term is outcome is quite what you wanted is another question. I mean, even if you look at something quite as clear-cut as World War II, if you look at World War II, the two losers, Germany and Japan, came out rather well. Yes. Uh, the Brits and the French lost their empires and imploded. The Russians did well for a while as the Soviets, but then imploded. So it's really only of the victors. The Americans came out okay, and the two losers came out okay in the long run. So, you know, more more really is, it's it's collective insanity of some sort. It really is. Okay, as somebody who is a military expert, um, the next, how do you understand, and you, well, how do you understand the intelligence failure in Israel. I mean, do you have information on that as an expert of how it could have happened? I don't have specific information, but I suspect that you'll find something very similar happened to what happened in, in 1973. And then uh, one of the Israeli intelligence officers actually predicted that the Egyptians were going to attack. He was out by about a day. He'd done the analysis, he'd done all the homework, and he wrote his intelligence report saying they're going to attack, and everybody laughed at him because they simply didn't believe it. They didn't believe the Egyptians were capable of doing it. And I suspect here, too, if you if you dig, you'll find some intelligence officer somewhere said they're going to attack and was ignored or laughed off because he's just a junior guy. What does he know? Yeah. It, it happens all too often, and even in the best of militaries. People start believing their own mythology, believing their own propaganda, and then you fall down on your nose. You know, the general one, if, if another group, if your opposing group has gone over to terrorism, and then you, you find the government, the opposing government, that always refers to them as cowards, and they, they act as if these people are clearly in, in fear and execution. They're not capable of doing anything serious. Whereas the reality, you may have gone for terrorism, that's true, but that doesn't mean A, he's stupid, or B, that he's cowardly. And people will forever make that sort of mistake. And the Israelis have made that sort of mistake. The South Africans in the past have made that sort of mistake. Other governments today make that mistake, for instance, the Mozambique government about the insurgency in the north. They assume the people are idiots. They're not. They may not be nice people, but that doesn't mean they're idiots. Yeah. I mean, there, there's so many similarities between what happened last week with uh, the Hamas attacks on Israel, on Israeli civilians, and um, 9-11, you know, it, from the intelligence failure to reports that there was the intelligence, but neither party, neither the American government at the time of 9-11, nor the Israeli government, you know, up until a few months ago, or until the, these attacks happened, would listen uh, or took it seriously. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's very, that's, very that's interesting. Another, another problem in the intelligence world is you have a lot of information, but you don't always manage to put it together into a coherent picture. Yeah. And afterwards, with the benefit of hindsight, of course, it's all there. 
and oh hell, I should have known, that intelligence is very much, I'm afraid, most of the time, very much a guessing game. You get a little diverse and often divergent bits of information, and you have to build a coherent picture out of that and then advise your your political, your military and your political masters on the basis of that. And it's, it's difficult to do. It's, it's very subject to error, misinterpretation. And, of course, if, if you're presenting a report that your particularly your political masters don't like, they probably won't bother to listen to you. And then, then you have a problem. Yeah. And that's, that's, again, that's a fairly international failing. In the case of the Americans, of course, with, with 9-11, they had enormous amounts of information, but it wasn't all immediately connected, partly because they had different organizations that didn't speak to each other. Which, which is another problem in that business. You need to have a coherent intelligence system where the different agencies actually speak to each other. Um, when that doesn't happen, then you will miss things. You'll have all the facts, but you won't have the picture. Hamid, how, you know, as a, as a military expert, looking at the position that Israel is in at the moment, so there is obviously this, um, you know, you've got Gaza in the south. Also, you've got, um, you've got Lebanon. You've got Syria borders, and those seem to be fronts that are that are opening up. In addition to that, there's also the West Bank, uh, within well, that's also a very very close border with with Israel. I mean, on a scale of one to ten, how vulnerable is Israel? Look, exceedingly vulnerable to. All sorts of attacks. Not not that easily vulnerable to say being overrun and defeated militarily, unless all the Arab armies were to get together, which now the Syrians, for instance, aren't functional because they're busy fighting among themselves. So I don't think Israel is vulnerable to, to sort of military being militarily overrun and, and defeated in that sense, but extremely vulnerable to guerrilla and terrorist type attacks from all its borders, and I mean particularly the, the settlers on the West Bank. And they are part of the cause of the problem now. And they are exceedingly vulnerable as well because they live in among people and aren't very close to, to the, the potential enemy. I think the, and certainly if the Israeli army goes into Gaza, into the cities, they're in for a tough fight potentially. Yeah. Because the fighting in a built up area, a city area, is one of the nastiest, most difficult and most lethal types of combat you can imagine. Um, I mean, the Russians found that out in Grozny. The Germans found it out in Stalingrad. Uh, all sorts of people in all sorts of battles have learned that one. It follows enormous numbers of men. It uses enormous quantities of ammunition. And the, the really bad news, it winds up causing enormous civilian casualties and, and, and unbelievable civilian damage. Yeah. Nobody wins in war. Helmut, thank you very, very much for your time. And uh, thank you for sharing your expertise and your opinions with us. Uh, Helmut Heitman, he is a military expert talking about you know Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said that it's time for the next level in the war wow does the, where does that next level take Israel